Hello, ghosts and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of I Know What You Podcasted Last Summer. I'm your host, Kenneth, and today we are talking about the 2021 classic, Willy's Wonderland. As always, I have my three co-hosts with me. Around the table, they are Beatrice. Yes, that's me. Veronica. Hey, what's up? And last but never least, Mary. Hello, hello. And this is a movie that was supposed to come out in 2020, but as with many things, got kicked in the face by COVID, went to a limited theatrical release and a video on demand release and ended up making like 20 bucks. Uh, oh. It was made for 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I needed yeah, a kid's yeah, yeah. place. You're like, here, have $20. Go away. <laughs> Go play there's the grand game for There's an abandoned Chuck E. Cheese down the road. Just, just, just use have it. Have fun. <laughs> use it. So this, uh, before we get into it, just quick, quick recap of it. Uh, Nick Cage plays a non-talking wanderer who gets trapped in a town and cajoled into cleaning basically a Chuck E. Cheese overnight. And surprise, it's Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> and all the animatronics are murdery. Uh, so let's, I guess let's just go around the table really quick. What did everyone think of this movie? Uh, Mary, go first. This was not a movie I enjoyed. <laughs> that is very fair. I, I was watching this and I was like, I think this is going to be another one of those split split reaction movies. Yeah, that that that's that is that that's what I will give right now. As we get further into it, we can talk more. But yeah, that 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 was not a movie for me. <laughs> very fair. Very fair. Uh, B, what did, what did you think of this? I thought this was not a good movie or a movie that made any sense at all, <laughs> but I still had a good time. It's very fair. It's very fair. <laughs> no, Veronica. I Pisa. liked it. Oh, hey. Okay. Oh, okay. Fun. It there was great. <laughs> Kill more things. <laughs> Everything their spines out with their mechanical spines. I liked it. <laughs> it was just a good time. I wasn't expecting much, so I didn't get much, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I went in expectation with... bar low. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, I still climbed the wall. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm good. Yeah, it was. How about you, Kenneth? I yeah, I enjoyed it, ish. But man, it was just a weird movie. Like, why? Why did Nick Cage never talk? Why was he dancing in front of that pinball machine? He How many breaks did he take? Well, he needed his union breaks. <laughs> he had exactly as much sodas as he needed for his breaks, <laughs> and to kill someone. <laughs> I'm dumb because when he first put those in the fridge, I thought they were beers. It took me a minute to realize that they were energy drinks. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. so I would buy those energy drinks. Yeah, they should. I mean, that doesn't those. shock me. Yeah. <laughs> was it like yeah. like a fistful of caffeine to your face or something? Was its catchphrase? Yeah, uh, to your kisser. <laughs> so yeah. caffeine to your kisser. <laughs> And he danced like that because that's what Nicolas Cage choreographed to dance like that. Yeah, I read about that. I was like, that's oh, beautiful. That that was a okay. personal actor choice. The Vogue-ing was him. <laughs> like, I'm oh, into it. Okay, then. <laughs> yeah, what he was, what he wanted to do that. He wanted some of the animatronics to be reptiles because he loves reptiles. So that one of them okay. was an alligator. Oh. <laughs> and, and he wanted to kill it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, that's how you show love, right? That's it, right. <laughs> Reptiles are great. Let me let me rip its rock. head off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, he he had some creative input apparently. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, why but, not? Yeah, I feel like when you're getting Nick Cage on a five million dollar budget, you just kind of let him do it. There he wants. was five million dollars in that. Yeah, Did right? it all go to his paycheck? I, probably, yeah. It was all the animatronics and, and Nick Cage. And Nick Cage owed half those animatronics, so who knows? Yeah, that was just from his personal collection. His collection. Mm-hmm. He just had life. those. I would not be surprised. That's exactly why I said it. It's it's one of those believable lies. Well, there you go. Yeah, because that you was what he... I was thinking during all of that was just like, and I, I had Shelby check a timeline for me just because I was curious. I was like, when did Nicolas Cage go from being an actor that I think did things that most, you know, quote unquote, regular viewers would be seeing and watching to whatever he is now? To where he does just whatever strange thing pops into his line, you know, his eyesight. You know, I was reading that he he has hit a point where one, he's gotten his I must buy everything under control and isn't anymore buying like John Hancock pens for two hundred thousand dollars. So he actually has a bit of money saved up these days. <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> and he's realized he just really likes being the star in weird movies. And so it's he he's no longer taking roles where it's like him co-starring with people. Right. It's more just I'm gonna front this movie and it might make 20 bucks and that's fine. I don't need the money. And I mean hey I respect that. He's 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 all passion projects now, which mm-hmm. that's that's cool. <laughs> That's cool. He, I he just, said it. He, he like, just needs to give me National Treasure 3. That's, oh, that's all I all. want. He just needs to yeah. hand off the reins during National Treasure 3. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. Bye. Now he's, cool. he's moved beyond that now, though. Yeah. I feel like this is we're, we're seeing someone who's going beyond even that type of franchise. Well, yeah. I feel like the film got lucky because he's like, I like, he said he likes, he was looking for silent horror films. He's like, I'm really interested in doing a movie where I don't speak. I really like silent horror films. And this crossed his path. Like, how many silent horror films were going to cross his path? It was like, just luck. True. I yeah. feel like. It was like, mm. yeah, hey, there it is. Scratch that itch. Well, cool. mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting because a lot of younger actors would not take a role where they don't speak because I feel like a lot of contracts, um, you get paid like by the line or by the page or by the day. And that if you don't have to speak, I think that would affect your, if not your pay rate, then at least your, like, uh, presence. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, they would probably be thinking that it wouldn't show off what they can do. And then that would impact what they could get further <laughs> on down the line. And here's an established, you know, actor um, who who can, as Kenneth was saying, he can kind of choose to do what he wants to do and lean in. Uh, to whatever weirdness that he's he's seeking out um so yeah <laughs> yeah i think that's why i liked it though because i don't think it could have worked with anyone else really and i was oh, like this yeah. is nick cage being weird and i dig it all right you needed that because like... it felt real it yeah felt real. <laughs> i was like i think this is what nick cage does on saturdays he drives from the middle of nowhere <laughs> he finds a small town somewhere and beats the shit out of some kids of... yeah and animatronics oh, and he's like dream. you know that's the dream <laughs> That's what I hope actually happens. And like, uh, it's like peeking into your star's life. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you, it was, it was so interesting because like I'm watching the movie, right? And you have that sort of arc of the beginning of every fight between Nick Cage and one of those animatronic creatures where the, the beginning of the fight is like the, the creepy unseen part. And that part I'm like, ooh, okay, this is a horror movie and something is about to happen and I'm tense 
and a little freaked out. But then the fight starts and it's just him like tussling with mm-hmm. this thing. And there's like 15 seconds where you just go, what the fuck? <laughs> and then it crosses over into the actual violence. And then you're in a different kind of scene. But yeah. that part in the middle got me every time. <laughs> I, like, I think what? it started like wearing, right? You're like, oh, every scene, you're like, oh, he's still tussling. And, like, it's where it got to the final scene, you're like, doesn't look as good anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I did like when he first got his first fight, when he, they just showed up, that ostrich showed up behind him, and he just poked it and punched it. Like, yeah. what? I, yeah, I really <laughs> like that. Just kind of like, I'm going to hit it with a stick a little bit and see what happens. Yeah, I'm just going to steer right at it and be like, do it. What? <laughs> like, pop, pop, pop. And Come on, pop. And I was like, I like this. <laughs> I can do it. so unsurprised yeah. by the appearance of this animatronic ostrich saying, I'm going to eat your fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> but he needed to keep cleaning so he couldn't be killed, you know? He just needed yeah, he, to get the he job He was done. very dedicated to cleaning that restaurant. I'll there. give him that. Um, and his breaks, and his breaks, and his pinball breaks, pinball energy drink breaks. Yeah, and clean shirts. Left that girl and clean that, shirts. Yeah. I was just thinking of that. Yeah, left that girl in that that side room with that uh, animatronic with the knife because he it was break time and he had to go. Yeah, it, he had it but on his watch, see, man. It, you know, it was timed. We watched him grow as a person because at the end of the movie, he gave her his uh, his soda pop. So, okay. And the, here's, here's my question. Was that supposed to be a romantic thing or not? No, I, I, no, I just wondered like, if that was romantic or not. And I didn't know. Adopting her vis-a-vis with with soda. I honestly yes. did not get it either. I was like, oh, that's my only inky. I do not like that. And Chris said, well, I think it wasn't because he handed her the pop soda. And he made sure to put pop towards the camera. So it was like, I am now. I'm not interested in this girl. She's a child. Yeah. But like the camera pop on there. And it's like, see, I'm your pop now. Since he doesn't like talk. I was like, oh Oh my God. Okay. No. I mean, I applaud the psychological deep dive that Chris went into there. Chris is like, no, it cannot happen. No. And I was like, you're a good man. I, I feel like if it had been intended to be a romantic connection, that even if they hadn't actually smooched, I feel like the camera would have been more sexual with her like the pan up the legs or some sort of cleavage shot when she gets into the car i know that like so when they first have him in the tow truck and then she's being brought home by her her adoptive mom uh in in handcuffs um you know they have that long moment of staring at each other (laughs) and i was like why are they doing this? Like, does she know him? I was like, is that her real dad? Like, yeah, I was trying to come weird. up with reasons as to why they were staring at each other for so long. And I mean, if it's if none of this is romantic, which is fine, I prefer it to not be. Um, then is it just supposed to be like she senses that he's going to be the one to put the town out of its misery? Is that what I'm supposed to well, get out of that? I, Later, she said like, oh, I, f- I saw the bait. It's in the car. It's already here. That's, so why, we, that's yeah. why she was looking. Yeah, okay. yeah she yeah. she knew and, and he was just what the tow truck driver was doing. Yeah, well, that or he was just like, why the fuck is this girl staring at me? My assumption was that it was because she went, oh, shit, I'm already too late. 
there's no way I'm going to get there in time to burn it down before they lock him in. Before they put this guy in. Okay, that makes more sense. Thank you for the clarification. No problem. For this movie, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I maybe... since we're applying sense to this movie. <laughs> yeah, I may be trying to apply too much logic to this, but why was it so easy for Nick Cage to kill these things and so hard for everyone else? Like, is he, does he have superpowers? I, I, it's so the energy drink is what I, I really kind of headcanned it as he's functionally a, a Winchester and just kind of <laughs> wanders around solving supernatural he's a problems. All right. Yeah. 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 It, it didn't seem to, I was like, he's seen some shit, is all I could think. Yeah. Of. He wasn't phased. He's like, let's go, ostrich. Let's do this. And then everyone else is like, I'm so sorry. So and so. I kind of liked the premise that it was, um, was it serial killers that were you know like Satanist ritual and, or sa- yeah they ended up yeah. in these animatronics? I mean, it's always Satanist. Uh, it's always Satanist. We put all the blame so there. They get the bad rap and they get the. Thing. <laughs> no, man. Satan doesn't want your child sacrifices. Okay, he's in for the big stuff. He doesn't need your children. <laughs> no, he doesn't want. He wants cash he's, money. He's <laughs> <laughs> he wants Lil Nas and cash. That's all cash he wants. Money yes. and Lil Nas. <laughs> Lil Nas X. That's right. Um, so, yeah. So this was, I don't know. I knew kind of what to expect just by the, the fact that it sounded so much like Five Nights at Freddy's. And I was like, well, one, I was curious as to why there wasn't just a Five Nights at Freddy's film. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming there's licensing issues and money and blah blah blah. Yeah, there's because like this is very much right this now. is the same story as that video game, mm-hmm. um, basically. Uh, so you know, I I didn't mind the quality of it. It felt very much like a sci-fi channel film to mm-hmm. me. Had had that yeah, same type of that. energy and vibe. And production uh, value. And production value to, to a great degree. <laughs> some some choice, horrible acting by the group of friends who fall oh, the into teens. the- Oh, they were peak teens. idiot that teenagers. One, that, sadly, that girl who I was just like, oh, cool. The hot girl knows how to pick a lock on the thing. And I thought that was fun and you know, not playing into the usual whatever. But that whole sex thing that happens in the fun time room or whatever it was, I was like- this is the worst sex scene I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god! What was up? Number one with her outfit, she was wearing <laughs> right? like like a like a child's denim skirt that she had unbuttoned and slid down. And then I don't know who gave this actress this direction, but every every scene she was in, she was standing with her tits out like she was on the prow of a battleship. That was that was the action she was given. They were just like, we're going to let your tits do the acting. Don't worry about the rest. And the one bit of trivia was like I saw was like she cho- she chewed like 90 plus sticks of gum. Oh my god. Oh my god, that poor actress. Why? Jaw has TMG. TMG. Why? Why was she doing that? What for was chewing jaw, chewing gum. I don't know. Oh my okay. god, this poor right. I was like, let, let her not chew gum. My God. Yeah, the the director there has a very specific barely 18 fetish. And uh Blech. he needs to talk to somebody about that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. He knew he couldn't uh, actually direct Nick Cage, so he overdirected everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'll, I'll let Cage do what he wants <laughs> and then just be overbearing otherwise. You have to chew all the gum. <laughs> oh, Jesus. God. Well, yeah. And I, I think, and I, oh, and I did recognize the, the, the female cop, the sheriff. That's Beth Grant. Yeah. Yes. She's who awesome. I love. She, she's she's awesome. a great character actress. And um, I just kept thinking, because she was in Don, Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, oh. she's the one. Oh. You're just not committed to sparkle motion. <laughs> oh um, shit! She's in like so many things. I was like, yeah. she's in that thing. That's in that thing, you know. And I look yeah, at she has like exactly. over two hundred like fucking in, credits. She's been I'm in like, everything, oh. and so I was happy to see her um, and all that. But just this, it wasn't a horror movie to me. Oh there was, no! There was oh, nothing no. scary. Our protagonist Plastic. was never scared. I didn't buy it. I, you know, there was nothing for me to buy into. So I just sort of felt like I was just watching Nicolas Cage beat up puppets. And I was just like this. It just didn't work for me, <laughs> even as a fun, dumb time. It did. not. That, that's super fair. I can definitely <laughs> see that. I think that's why I let go of it being a horror film quite early. And I was like, yeah, OK, same. I'm on. Same. I'm like, yeah, I'm like on the road. five minutes into the movie. Maybe. Yeah, I was like, OK, yes. like especially. Well, they brought their kids back in to like try to bring the horror back. I think, you know, they're like, oh, try to bring so some fear. Him. And I was like, yeah, they're no. like, oh, the kids are trying to rescue Nick Cage's character, the, the janitor. Right. Yeah. the janitor. And they, they break in to like. But then they all break in and they all start dying because Nick Cage ain't dying. So you know, like, I'm like, yeah. okay. But they all dumb. They all dumb. So I'm like, okay. This is just they're very dumb movie. Yeah. Or kid action movie. I don't care. Especially, but I, anyway. I just, I mean, because obviously it's a staple of horror movies featuring dumb teens mm-hmm, that at least some of them have to have sex at some point. <laughs> that is that is the law of the land. But these kids are in the know. They know what's happening in this place. Yeah. This and that's what got like, them horny. Uh, yeah, that's what I was confused. They start still... walking off themselves. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what you that broke just, in here. Oh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> uh. like, I mean, at least they weren't fucking in the ball pit. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all I had. I was like, oh, well, like, at least you won't get all the strep and all the hepatitis. <laughs> I don't gonna, understand. Yeah, they're all going to die. So she won't have to worry about like getting HPV or whatever. She's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess I just uh, I just had a fun time. So I liked it because it was just yeah. it's it's a movie that I would definitely invite people over to watch with. And we all just yell at the screen kind of movie. <laughs> I mean, also bad I, news, Mary. We're doing that at some point no, this year. No. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I never got that second shot. I'm, you know, I just can never come over. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, made like that. I don't know. <laughs> I watched. I watched this one with Monica, and uh, we were both sort of of the same opinion that it was fun in the moment, but the minute it was over, we were like, "What the fuck happened?" Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was just an experience that. <laughs> Oh, it was an experience. I, All right. <laughs> I, I think, well, my two biggest problems with it is I watched it right after the new Mortal Kombat. And oh. that's just, you know, no oh, movie can compare to that. No. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Mortal Kombat was so much fun, but also I was glad I was three drinks in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's very fair. Um, but also, they just went from no information to just crazy exposition dumping. And I, I kind of wish that the they'd somehow layered it in at all instead of just now we're going to spend five minutes with this uh, lady cop telling this other cop what you know what oh this town is cursed blah 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 mm-hmm. so as you know frank 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, guy who's definitely going to die, probably. Let me tell you why you're going to die. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I also don't really know much about Five Nights at Freddy, by the way. So that's, again, probably why I was like, oh, this is fun. When really over like being like, oh, this is a story I've definitely heard before. Yeah. Mary, have you played that game? Uh, I do what I do with all video games, which is I will watch people play video games. Um, no bad news. You're going to have to play this in VR. You're threatening what, what, me a lot right now. No, Kim. Get I'm not into it. Threatening you with a good time? Yes. The worst time. The worst. Uh, <laughs> is, is the Five Nights at Freddy's storyline also similar with like satanic, satanic cults? And- now, I don't remember if there, I, I know that there's people out there who do deep dives on that game like, and like get into all the information of what it's about, what it could be, et cetera, et cetera. All I know is that you have a children's restaurant with animatronic uh, things and you're being asked to be the security guard there. Mm -hmm. uh, And you have to survive five nights of it because they come alive at night and try to kill you. Yeah. You're, you're stuck in a, control room yeah with only enough power to sometimes have lights on sometimes have doors closed right and you're you're basically trying to keep track of where all the animatronics are and protect yourself from getting nommed by them right um yeah I, i've only played the first level because it was terrifying in vr so <laughs> oh i can't even imagine all, all y'all VR. are going to experience i that. can't even imagine because it, just the amount of jump scare that happens in that it would be yeah. in VR that would be incredibly startling oh, <laughs> to no. keep happening. Oh no. Yeah, we oh, no. we had a, a shindig you know a while ago now. And like maybe six of us all played through it one after the other. And even like six people in knowing exactly what was going to happen. It still it gotcha. was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it did not help that, huh? Yeah. So so be- similarities are are high yeah there is yeah. A, i guess it says in the making with director chris columbus of five nights and friday so oh, chris columbus yeah he's directing it they better really? get in the cage for that one too yeah really i don't Almost know man. famous I don't... first harry potter chris columbus right yeah, yeah I, oh, now, I guess i want a director with a little more teeth than that yeah okay yeah i would have yeah huh all right it's going to be I mean, just this much more production level, guys. It's not going to be. It won't be better. <laughs> There'll just be more money spent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, you know what? The, the guy the guy who did this, what is it? Uh, Kevin Lewis. What? It was a short film or something first in like 2016. That makes and, sense. And then kind of, and then he was shopping it around. And yeah. Director put it up on Bloodlist, which is apparently. (laughs) What is Bloodlist? It's uh, it's a site for horror scripts to go on for people to check out. And uh, Nick Cage saw it there and was like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. You thought he was getting scammed. You're like, this is Nick Cage. Like what? Sure. Scam. 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 (laughs) Scam likely, baby. Scam all yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. So he he reached out to them and also became one of the producers on the film because yeah, he was so enthralled with the idea. Because he's of not it. done spending his money in irresponsible yeah. <laughs> ways. I see that would happen now. He's <laughs> like, I've got to move. I mean, on fortunately, from this one costs collectibles too. Yeah, yeah. This uh, one at least was a good investment, and you know, cost five million to make and made a whole five hundred thousand back. So, so there you wow. go. <laughs> Buy your next Superman thing with that. Oh my God. Uh, I love Nick Cage as sad Superman. That is one of my favorite pictures of all time. Because then he, didn't he buy, was it Spider-Man or was it the Superman comic 
you bought for like a bajillion dollars. Wait, Superman, right? Probably Superman. He's a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a huge he's Superman fan. LL. He has yeah. one son so named I, LL and something else, another Superman. Yeah. That's that's unfortunate. Like, if you <laughs> want to do that, go go for like Cal. That's a solid name. I know. So <laughs> <Kid>. <laughs> I am bummed that he bought that house in New Orleans and now you can't tour it anymore. Oh shit, that's bullshit. Which house was that? Like he he was living in it and you could tour it. It's like a oh, famous no, no, oh. house. The most haunted house in oh. New Orleans. Uh-huh. It was owned by um uh Madame LaLaurie that you might remember from American Horror Story. Oh, like um like Marie Laveau it. and all that, right? Yeah. Like the, vo- oh, the wait, voodoo? no, sorry, that's the wrong that's the wrong name. Not not Marie Laveau, the okay. other one. Um, Kathy Bates's character. Oh, that lady, the racist slave owning lady. Yes. Who yeah. Horribly murdered all her slaves. Yeah. And, like, Holy shit. That was her house, and uh, used to be able to tour it, but Mick Cage bought it, and oh, so now it. it's a private residence. And I think he either does live there or used to live there. I would not want to live there. Yeah. No. That's that's, that's just some bad for juju trouble. that you're just especially as a white man. Yeah, really. <laughs> like maybe if you were a person of color, you could live there, and all the ghosts would just high five you as you walk. Right, by. right, right, right. But yeah, Madame uh, Mallory, you're right. Yikes! Jesus, yikes! Christ. Yeah, why would you want that? Nah. Yeah. Okay. Well, any any final thoughts on the movie? Any recommendations? Watch it again, I'm gonna watch <laughs> yeah. it sometime. That I'm like, fuck it. I I'm I, I will never it. watch it again. <laughs> I'll definitely watch it again. You, you say that, but we're gonna have a shindig, no. Mary. <laughs> Actually, that's what I meant. I'm gonna watch it again with Mary. Now, <laughs> Mary loses the bet, and then they're like, "Aha! I know what you're gonna have to do now since you lost this bet." Wrong. I never make bets that I'm gonna lose. <laughs> Uh, you know, I say that, and now I've got my stupid name on a dollar that Shelby carries in her wallet. Oh, that that dollar's gone. Oh, what? I, I if I if we're thinking of the bet dollar. Oh um, yeah, didn't her purse get stolen? It got stolen on a work truck. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Now someone so now, owns so, now someone has. Yeah, basically. No. So what you're saying is, I never lost a bet to Shelby. <laughs> Check. Does it? Wait, doesn't Monica still owe you one slap from that slap bet 10 years ago? Oh, yeah. And she wanted to cash it in at my wedding. And Malia gave her the deathiest of death stares. <laughs> it's like, you will be uninvited. Well, because for multiple years, before Malia was even present in our lives, which mm-hmm. was a dark time, obviously. Yes. Obviously. But yes. Monica and Kenneth had a slap bet. She used up two of the three slaps and they, she made a joke that she was going to sit on the last one and she was going to slap him in the face in the receiving line at his wedding. But then when Kenneth getting married became like a future reality, like we brought it up, like, Monica, are you still planning to do this? And Malia said, no. <laughs> it's Absolutely fine. She needs not. to save it for uh, my open casket funeral now. Uh, <laughs> That would be the so what I heard in. is that you guys didn't think he was going to get married. We didn't know who the future Mrs. Kenneth was going to be like, was she going to be somebody who would be down with that? Would she be somebody who would, you know, kind of be a pushover and like, wouldn't care whether or not that happened. <laughs> and then but, Malia showed up and you're and like, Malia oh, has no. opinions <laughs> and Malia is not to be trifled with. So yeah, it did not sounds happen. Right. Like it. Checks out. Checks out. <laughs> okay. Well, on, on that weird note, uh, 
that was I Know What You Podcasted last summer. Uh, you can find us on all of your favorite social media except Facebook because no, fuck we're the there. Zuck. We're there. Sorry. No, we're there. No. That's the damn only it. likes I get. It's ah, all damn it. for our podcasts is on Facebook. Okay, well, go check us out on Instagram or something also. Yes. Um, yeah. I do. I PLS. And uh, <laughs> if you have any feedback or comments or you think these ladies are being too mean to me, you should email us about oh my it. God. Oh, my God. Rebut. <laughs> Rebut to this bullshit. You don't know what he's like. <laughs> and uh, what was it? What you casted at gmail.com? Correct. Hit us up with an email there. Uh, check us out on, on Twitter and Pinterest? Do we have a Pinterest? I should we write do these all down before I host. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, don't look us up on Pinterest because honestly, that's weird. But <laughs> no, uh, check us out on all your favorite stuff. Give us some, some likes, some subscribes, slap that bell, and until next time, <laughs> creep it real. Creep it real. <laughs>